Today, we speak to Wang Chiu Han, Head of Equity Research Maybank Investment Bank on the equity outlook and strategy for the Malaysian market. Hi, Chiu Han. For Malaysian equities, we are more constructive this year. As we are all aware, the, uh, the KLCI was actually down for the third year last year. But um, if you actually look uh, further into it, or deeper into it, the uh, the, the mid cap and the small caps actually did better. Uh, there were gains uh, in uh, both the FPM 70 as well as the FPM uh, small cap. Now for this year, we're maintaining our year end KLCI target of uh, 1610 points. And uh, this is based on a 13.5 times Chalmers forward PE, which represents a 10.7% uh, from the close end of last year. Now, uh, what will actually drive the KLCI higher? We think a couple of things. Number one, the tail end of a global monetary policy tightening is, we do think that it's actually a tailwind. Second is actually domestic interest rate policy outlook. And uh, the third is, of course, on the macro side, uh, we are hopeful that um, the macro blueprints that have been announced uh, last year will be executed this year. So this brings about economic transformation as well as uh, fiscal uh, consolidation efforts uh, by the government. Now, number four is actually uh, FDI, rising FDI. Those are the key at the catalyst. Of course, uh, we are looking at a better ringgit or a, a firmer ringgit end of this year. Um, this will actually also uh, provide the lift to equities. And the last one is, of course, a stronger corporate earnings, which we expect for this year. For our research universe, we are looking at about 15.8% growth this year compared to 2.8% growth last year. And um, as I said earlier on, we are pegging it at uh, the KLCI at 13.5 times 12 months forward. Uh, we think it's possible as economic and institutional reforms are executed to facilitate new growth drivers, and this will actually lead to uh, improved risk reward. Now, one thing I just want to highlight is that from a valuation perspective, the KLCI valuations are actually quite attractive from both PER and uh, uh, price-to-book levels. Where we close off end of last year, the KLCI actually trades at 12.9 times 12 months forward PE, which is 1.7 standard deviation below its long-term mean. And now uh, we all know that uh, from history, this has been at 12, 13 times, this has been a short-lived market bottom in the recent past. Now, at 1.3 times trailing price to book, where the KLCI have uh, closed off, valuations is close to historical low already. And if you look at ERP, equity risk premium, it's actually nearing the recent high. From a fund flow perspective, uh, foreign investors have pulled out a sizable 52 billion ringgit from Malaysia equities since May 2018, after GE14. Uh, foreign investors have been net selling every year since 2018, except in 2022. Now, foreign holdings also have actually come down to an all-time or, or a new low since the global financial crisis. Uh, we ended the year at 19.5 times uh, percent in terms of a foreign holding. Uh, this compared to a high of 25.2 percent in end of uh, May 2018. All right, so um, these are the supportive factors for a better uh, market uh, this year, uh, in our view. Now, in terms of um, strategy, equity strategy, uh, we would actually recommend a portfolio of selective trade-related and domestic sectors and to be balanced by yield and ESG stocks. End of last year, in terms of sectors, we have actually upgraded gloves to tactical overweight. Um, looks like the, the team is actually playing out right now. And uh, we also upgraded uh, at gaming NFO to overweights. We have actually downgraded Petrochem to underweights. We think that the good times for Malaysia Petrochem are over. 
and we have downgraded auto to neutral. Uh, we do not think that um, auto sales uh, will actually um, be as strong this year because of a higher base last year. Now, in terms of sectors, the key sectors, the main sectors, we are overweight on the banks, all right, but we are neutral on telcos, utilities, as well as plantation. Having said that, we are overweight on aviation and construction, um, as well as uh, the gaming casinos and uh, oil and gas as well. Also, the other overweight sector is the renewable energy as well as tech, uh, the tech side. Now, where we are underweight on is actually the media and the petrol camps. Now, in our report that we published um, towards the second half of last year, uh, second half of December last year, we have actually introduced uh, several six thematics for this year. Number one is um, the focus on the selective states. And here I have a name, I, I actually call the, the three states, the three sisters, Johor, Sarawak and Penang. I think there are a lot, a lot of things happening there um, that will actually drive interest in uh, these three states. Johor is very much uh, due to the uh, Johor-Singapore Special Economic Zone. I think that this will be very catalytic for Johor in terms of uh, FDIs, in terms of investments, and also infrastructure to support that. In Sarawak, it's essentially industrialization, and they are moving towards hydrogen and uh, hydrogen in energy is going to be big. And the other one is uh, Sarawak's um, negotiation of, uh, with uh, Singapore to directly export hydro uh, power to to Singapore all right so these are going to catalyze a lot a couple a lot a lot of things um, including infrastructure spending in Sarawak and lastly for Penang it's very much um, due to the infrastructure that is going to be put in place Penang airport expansion as well as the uh, the Bayan Lepas LRT um, and essentially in, um, these are going to be very positive also uh, for construction as well as uh, property prices, uh, property sector in um, Penang. The second thematic is actually FDI momentum, uh, rising FDI momentum, and uh, essentially the first um, the first year of beneficiary will be those um, involved in uh, construction as well as uh, the other beneficiaries will be those in the uh, port side as well as a uh, logistic. For the third thematic is renewable energy transition. We think that for the, especially for this thematic, RE export will be a key thematic uh, in this sub key thematic in uh, for this year. We expect the mechanism to be announced by the middle of um, this year. All right. So there are a couple of uh, potential beneficiaries, the pure play solar players, the asset owners, the grid owner. But there are also a couple of players that we should watch out for, like for example, Gamuda which is actually going big into RE, YTL Power, Malakoff, and even uh, Cheetah Global, which is a non-rated stock. The fourth thematic is a water tariff reset. We have heard about this in the news uh, very often. And uh, what it means that when there is water tariff reset, it will enable the water supply operators to actually sink in investments, um, in especially in the uh, pipe replacement and even in the uh, water treatment uh, 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 as, uh, uh, aspect uh, of, of things. So they, we think that the, the, the beneficiaries, especially for this, will be the pipe players, the pipe producers. The fifth thematic is tourism. Uh, we This is actually an extended team from uh, last year, but essentially we do expect flights are actually not back to you know pre-pandemic level yet. We do expect flights to return to pre-pandemic. And the other thing for Malaysia is the extension 
of a 30-day visa-free uh, entry program uh, to visitors or citizens from China and India effective um, at 1st of December. Now, why is this significant? Because China and India were the top two largest market sources of tourist arrivals in 2019. All right, and that's uh, if you if we exclude those uh, the arrivals uh, from ASEAN. So essentially, the beneficiaries of this are multi pronged, and uh, this would include those in the hospitality sector, retail, healthcare, as well as technology as well. Now, um, the six thematic is actually a firmer ringgit. Essentially, a firmer ringgit would actually mean some margin expansion. Uh, for some of the consumer stocks uh, due to their USD raw material uh, costs, even the media sector as well, and also in the uh, aviation. And um, the um, so that's on our main thematics. And of course, uh, in our report, we have introduced our or reiterated our top buys for the, uh, for the market. It's actually a mix of uh, large caps as well as uh, mid-small caps. All right, I think um the we there should be a bit more exposure. Uh, investors should have a bit more exposure on the top on the banks, uh, public and uh, CIMB are, are our topic. We also have um uh, Genting Berhad as a, a top buy. Now in the um construction industry is actually Gamuda as well as um IJM Corp. Now in the small mid caps we actually have the property developers and here we prefer uh, SP Satya which is our topic in the sector. Of course, um, we also, as I highlighted earlier, we have upgraded gloves to overweight. It's a tactical call. Um, Hatta Lega share price have actually performed the last couple of days. Um, it, Hatta Lega used to be our topic. Um, right now, we are replacing it with Kosan. I'll stop here. Thanks. Thank you. That was Wong Chiu Han, Head of Equity Research, Maybank Investment Bank. For the full conversation with other analysts, go to the latest weekly briefing episode on ASEAN Speaks.